afternoon. Good afternoon and good afternoon. It is a Wednesday. It is time for In the Mix Conversations with Colette and Corliss. We've got a great show for you this afternoon. Although I hate to tell you, we don't have a guest this afternoon. He fell, hit her head, and is not feeling well. So we're going to wish her well. Her name is Keisha Lee, and she is a songstress, a singer, songwriter, lyricist in Canada, in Toronto, Canada. And we wish her well. We hope for a speedy recovery for her, and we'll see her next time. But today, we're going to talk about two things. One, we're going to talk about the vaccine. I hope that you were with us yesterday. We had three doctors on yesterday. And uh, the doctors were Dr. Stephen Noble, Noble, Dr. Douglas Harrington, and Dr. Daniel Okurududu. All outside of California, except for Dr. Harrington, who is from Orange County. We had a very enlightening conversation about the vaccine, so much so that it has just about changed my mind. 99% changed my mind about getting the vaccine. So in the next couple of weeks, I will, looks like, climb down off of that fence and get the vaccine. They had a very compelling argument as to why you should get the vaccine, including Dr. Harrington, who is a very strong proponent of the antibodies. Those people who have gotten over COVID, that have healed from COVID, they could have the antibodies that could help someone else heal from COVID. So it was a very enlightening conversation. The doctors are very well-versed In this area, they are very, very well versed in their own disciplines. Dr. Okurududu, Dr. Dudu, his discipline is endocrinology. Dr. Harrington is a cardiologist and the principal at Gardaheart. And uh, Dr. Noble, he is a physician and also a cardiothoracic surgeon. We joked, he looks like he's about 21. Can you imagine somebody that young hanging over you and you're getting ready to go have heart surgery? How about no? Well, and he's been a surgeon. He's been in the military. He's done quite a bit, but he looks to be very, very young, but he's very, very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable. I was quite surprised, but it just goes to show you, one, you can't judge judge a book by its cover, Two, we've got some highly skilled, intelligent, well-read, well-trained, talented, wonderful people in this community. Oh my God. When I tell you, Dr. Harrington had to keep up with him. And Dr. Harrington is a well-respected, highly respected surgeon I think around the country, but the two guys that we had yesterday, and I'm so glad that we had them. Yeah, they were real good. So if you're looking for a doctor, you need to look there. Hopefully you don't need that kind of attention. Those are some good, good doctors. And I trust their opinions, not simply their opinion, 
But from a professional medical standpoint, they were right on. They were right on. And I'm so glad that we had them here, right here on Intentional Talk Radio. So if anybody's hesitant in getting the vaccine, I can understand it because I've got some hesitancy also. But let me tell you, if I could be talked into it, so can you. So almost whatever it takes to get back to some semblance of what is normal, we need to do this. And if it means we all have to bite the bullet to get the vaccine, say your prayers, hold your breath, do whatever you have to do, meditate about it, bone up on D, D3, vitamin C, E, zinc, edelberry, echinacea, do it. Bone up on those and then get the vaccine so we can get back to some semblance of a normal routine and normal lifestyle. That's what it's going to take. It doesn't look like herd immunity is going to present itself anytime soon. So the best thing to do is if I'm going to bite the bullet and do it, climb down off the fence, you should too. You need to do the same thing. So let's kind of switch reels here since I'm I'm here talking to you. Let's kind of switch reels. If you listen to Intentional Talk Radio frequently, then you know we're a talk show. And, excuse me, and Kenny Hendricks and I have a very strong opinion about rap and what's the other kind of song? Rap and hip hop. I don't know the difference. In fact, I don't even know if there is a difference between rap and hip hop. It's all the same to me. Not only is it all the same, it's gutter music. It's not even music. Well, some- let me jump in here. Uh, there is a difference uh, in rap and hip hop. And the, really the only difference is hip hop really is singing and rap is not singing. But they fall within the same, I guess, under the same hip hop umbrella. And... um it's the negativity that we find coming from the entire quote unquote hip hop culture. Um, and so, yeah, there's a difference between rap and hip hop. That's why you hear radio stations say we play rap and hip hop. Uh, there's oh. a bit of, there is a bit of a difference. The hip hop is the newer music. Um, what's her name? A girl from here in Dallas. Uh, I can't think anyway. So there, there, there is a difference, but it's all the negativity coming from the entire culture itself. Now, we don't call, we don't, we, even referring to the hip hop culture as something foreign to us boomers. You know, we didn't have an R and B culture or anything like that. It was just the music we played and the music was life, but it's all the negativity that's coming out of it that we have an issue with. Um, and I know a lot of young people take issue with that. They excuse it. But if you look at where we are as a community and how the negative music has impacted our community, I think I think it's undeniable. It's completely undeniable. And if you realize, and I think anyone in the community with any sense understands what music means to our community. It means more to us than anybody else. You know, it is our life. It is it is the rhythm is in us. 
um, the music is in us and the music has been hijacked by Hollywood, uh, certain people in Hollywood, and they have basically compensated many of these artists to, to go as low as they can go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To put, put, put all that negativity, the negative narrative out there. And that's what it is. It's a negative narrative. And not only is it a negative narrative, but it has cost individuals their lives. Because I think the way it goes, it's who can rap the most East Coast rap, West Coast rap. I don't know that there's a difference. It's all very degrading. It's vulgar. It's laced in uh, such uh, disparities. You somehow find a way to glamorize degrading women. How how does that make any sense? How do you glamorize degrading women, calling them out of their names? How how does that become glamorous? Calling a woman a bi in the song. You don't. You may not name names, but if you can put it to the vinyl and give it a beat, you'll do the same thing outside of that arena. You'll do the same thing. And those who feel that it's okay to talk about activities, to talk about what it means to use disparaging terms such as the N-word. And for those people that think it's okay to use the N-word because it's a term of endearment, one, you need to go back to school. Two, you need to read. Three, you need to understand that that has never, ever, ever been a term of endearment. Never a term of endearment. There were more than a dozen so-called talented rap artists, and I don't call that artistry, who lost their lives in 2020. That doesn't make any sense. And, and in recent months, in the last two months, I believe there have been maybe two, three, four so-called rap artists, and that is not artistry. Rappers who've lost their lives due to gun violence because there was a beef between that one that lost his life and another one. And all of that came about East Coast, West Coast, East Coast, West Coast hip hop or whatever it's called. That's ridiculous. We have enough going on in our communities without adding that kind of heinous activity to it. We have enough going on. So for people that think that that is okay, you need to go back to somebody's school, read a book, understand that that is not okay. Those are the other issues that plague the Black community. Nobody else listens to that. Listen to this list of rappers who lost their lives in 2020. And I don't know any of these people, but I'm just going to read this off. China, FBG, Duck, Fifth Ward, Weeby, Fred the Godson, Huey, King Vaughn, Mac P. Dog, Lexi, Alijai, Ty, CEO, Beza, Trey Savage, Briss, Ecstasy, Ecstasy, Malik B., Lil Marlo, Mo3, Pop Smoke, Steppa, J. Groggs, Triple Beans, and MF Doom. King Vaughn was killed after a gunfight broke out near an Atlanta nightclub. He, uh, he was 26. Pop Smoke died at the age of 20 from a gunshot wound in February. 
Uh, China was one of the rappers who died. Um, These are real names of people? Well, they're not the real names. Mo they're not three, the real names, but... Yeah, Mo3 died after he was gunned down in a brutal drive-by shooting on the Dallas freeway that last month. I remember that. His vehicle what? was sprayed with bullets after a gunman opened fire on the Texas interstate. Um, and the list goes on and uh, on and on. Uh, let's see. Well... You cannot tell me that that's okay. Yeah. There's no way that anybody can say that that is okay. How many country artists have killed each other? Not a one. How about zero? Yeah. Not a one. Not a one. How many country artists, how many Duke Ellingtons and and uh, Lena Horne and Ella Fitzgerald, how many of them went on stage and got called all kinds of names? How many of them figured it was okay? Not one. That was not what they did. Those people, those men and women were dignified. They dealt with all kinds of racism. They dealt with every kind of racism and bigotry and prejudice that one could ever endure. And they endured until recently. They're gone. Oh, wait a minute. Let me show you this. Let me do a quick screen. Move this. And I, and I wish there were more people on to see this. This is a list of murdered hip-hop musicians all mm. the way back to 1987. <gasps> Look at this. Oh my God. Oh my God. And look at the look at the far right column. Shot and killed. Shot, shot and, and killed. Shot, shot and, and killed. killed. Shot and killed. Beaten and shot. Stabbed to death. Shot and killed. Most shot and killed. And look, New York, Dallas, Milpitas, California. Milpitas, California. Milpitas. Orange, New Jersey, Houston, L.A., New York City, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Miami, New York, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Savannah, Georgia, Kansas City, Detroit, New Orleans, uh, Puerto Rico, Sandy Springs, Sandy Springs, Georgia, uh, Greece, uh, Toronto, Birmingham, West Midlands, England, uh, Birmingham, Smoke Alabama, dog. Pittsburgh, Deerfield, Deerfield, Florida, Rotterdam, Rotterdam. South <laughs> Holland, the Netherlands. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Missouri. What? And look, here's the references. So those that are articles. That is absolutely are. disgusting. There, there, there's something wrong with this, and you can't, this is undeniable that something is wrong with this picture. There's a problem. There is a problem. And see, these one, two, three, four, five, six were pre Tupac. Mm-hmm. 87, 89, 90, 93, 95, 96. And this is only the ones that they got. They didn't get everybody on this list. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. That is simply a, a shame. A 2015 study concluded that murder was the cause of 51.5% of American hip-hop musician deaths. The study noted that this figure refers primarily to premature deaths as most hip-hop mu- musicians have not yet lived long enough long to fall enough. into the highest Risk ages, ages for heart, and, liver heart and liver disease. Oh, look at God. the ages. Look at the ages. 
Right here, 30 is the oldest here. 32, 36. 36. There's a 34. There's a 34. Not a person older than 36. Well, 3-2, three, three 44 oh, yeah, 44 years old. There's one 44. Okay. But most in their 20s. Look at this. 25, 24, 22, 20, 27, 26, 25, 19, 24, 27, 24, 27, 21, oh 32, 37, 29, 21, 30, 30, 26, 34. Most in their 20s or 30s. That is a shame. Somebody has got to know. Bad News Brown, that that is absolutely, not only is it ridiculous, not only is it a travesty, not only, you don't see that in any other ethnicity. Not over something like this. Look at this rapper, young greatness, shot and killed outside of New Orleans Waffle House. Oh my God. From Tupac to Nipsey Hussle and more. And is Nipsey Hussle on there? Yeah, right here. 2019. That is such a shame. That is just... And, and for people who think that this is this is real behavior. This is a behavior. This is not simply a come and go. This is not just simply how it happened. This is a real behavior. Good afternoon, Corliss Bennett. Good afternoon. Oh, what are you guys talking about? It sounds deep. I already know. <laughs> I can tell by your face. Well, we're talking about rap artists. Okay. Hip hop artists. I don't know the. I really, Kenny explained to me the difference between rap and hip hop. It still doesn't resonate with me. But uh, the issue is the lyric. So the lyric, is, as disparaging as it is, B-I-N-I-G-F-U-F this, F that, the F in this, F in that, B-I this, P, uh, P-U-S-S this, the, all of that. Who else does that but us? And, and Corliss, this list I was sharing is a list of uh, hip, murdered hip-hop musicians. Can you see that? Oh, wow. And look at that list. And look at here, shot and killed, one stabbed. Shot and killed, shot and killed, shot and killed, shot and killed. Although even here's Tupac right here back in '96. This goes back to 1987. Wow. All the way through and past uh, Nipsey Hussle right here. King Von, November 6th of 2020, and last this, year. This does not include this year, 2021. Wow. And, and last year, 2020, you mean to tell me folks were still doing this crazy stuff in the middle of COVID-19? Mm-hmm. 2020? Come on. Two, two, two three, three. Three. Pop Smoke, Huey, and King Von. And I don't, know, I don't know who they are. Those are new to me. Most of those names, you know, I've never heard of. Okay, there's never Tupac, heard of any of them. Tupac, Biggie, 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 what is it? Wiggy. Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. And uh, uh, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, I'm familiar with only Tupac, Notorious Biggie, or whatever his name is, and and familiar, barely familiar with Nipsey. Oh, J Master J, that's um, that's um, right there. J Master Master J J is from RMDMC. Yeah, okay, I remember him. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember him getting shot. I thought something had happened. I don't remember him getting shot and killed though. Yeah, I, I don't I feel, know. I feel like he was sick or something, or I feel I don't know. Maybe he did. Well, it I mean, says it here. says shot and killed. Dang. 
See, a lot of the the artists, um, that well, <laughs> the rap artists talk so much about gangster this, I'm hard, I'm good, I'm this. Yeah, yeah. I done been shot seven, 20 times and I'm here and nobody can, nobody can take me out and all that kind of in the lyrics. And also the, they, they, they're pissing off people as well because, um, you know, that's how this whole East West thing piece started. Um, how, how did it start? As far as, you know, somebody's on the East, the East Coast saying, oh, our rap is better. And the West Coast is, oh, our rap is better. And then, then they start picking on individuals. So like with Tupac and Biggie, I believe they had a little riff. Um, but there's, there's artists that, that have riff with the, you know, trying to hold down there and represent their coast. But in essence, sometimes you'll get songs where somebody's dissing somebody. I mean, <laughs> or letting everybody know that they've been dissed. Or for example... R&B artists, <laughs> R&B slash pop artist Beyonce supposedly wrote a song that had something to do with Jay- Jay-Z cheating. And I feel like somebody told me it's on the Lemonade album. Yeah. Yeah, that and was, I was yeah, like, yeah. so it's similar. Yes. Everything is similar. Like, you know, people are writing lyrics about what's happening to them at that time. Um, so, so it's almost the same as far as the R&B artists. I mean, you have, you have, a, oh, I can't think of her name. Uh, the stallion, Megan the stallion, Megan, Stel- Megan the and, stallion. And, and, and was it Kim, little Kim or something? Kenny, she, she, you up on this? She was in a uh, tiff with um, that wasn't little Kim, um, not Lizzo, uh, Izzo, like China. Um, I forget which one, but she was in a tip with somebody. I she was remember. in a tip. And so, you know, it's like somebody says something and somebody else says something is, and then you write a song dissing this person. And it's like, Ooh, so-and-so dissed you on a song. So now I go back in my studio, I write a song about you. And that's how it all back and forth, back and forth. Um, you know, and then some of it actually is fake. What some do you of mean? It is, some of it yeah. is to just get everybody all hyped up. And so I want to, so now I'm going to go buy or excuse me, we don't buy anymore. I'm going to download and buy, you know, buy and download so-and-so's album so I can see what she's talking about when she's dissing blank. And then you're going you're gonna to buy so-and-so's album blank to see how she responds. So in some cases, it's, it's, um, it's media. It's a show. It's a showboat. You know, like, for example, Brandy and Monica wrote that song. But I read somewhere that they're good friends. It was Cardi B that she had a beef with. Megan okay, Scott, thank Cardi you, B. Cardi B. So Brandy and Monica had a song that they actually wrote and sang, The Boy Is Mine. Oh, and, yeah. And supposedly they had a beef, per se. But they're, they're according to, I read something years ago that they're really good friends. And so, so some, sometimes a lot of that is just that hype piece, especially with R&B artists. They not really kill each other. But the hip-hop artists, you know, hip-hop and rap artists, you know, they just back and forth, just back and forth, and then folks end up, you know, end up shot. And I'm like, well, you know, is it that serious? I want to say, and Kenny, like I said, Kenny is our, our Google man master. I feel like 50 Cent has been shot several times. Is that correct? He's been in prison. Somebody's been shot several times. And so, and they talk about it in their song, and I feel like it was 50 Cent. I really do. I'll check I'm, sure, I'm sure Kenny will Google that and find out who, what artist, but he was, shot but, he, by- but, but 50 cents, I think it's 50 cent. Oh, right. But yeah, yeah, 50 cent, whatever. I think he 
spent quite a few years in prison. Does he rap? Is he yeah, a he, rapper? Yeah, he's a rapper. He was shot eight times, including there twice in the There we go. I mouth. told you. I knew what? Something. He had been shot. How many, Kenny? Eight, eight, times. eight times. So then he's going to have a song or think he's all that because he survived eight, you know, gunshots. And so that was what? a big thing. That was a big thing, you know. And so, I, I like I said, it's it, I try to listen when I hear my students talking, you know, um, a lot, just listening to them. They come when they used to come in my office and eat lunch when I was in and when I was on that side of campus. And I would just listen and hear like all the different things. And I'm like, and I'd be like, really? And they're like, Cordis, you don't know that? I said, no, you don't tell me. I don't know. But it is a lot of everybody wants to be hard. Right. And I remember someone saying, <laughs> and this is someone saying, I'm, I'm quoting, I'm paraphrasing what someone said about Ice Cube. Who's Ice Cube? Ice Cube from Compton, Mm -hmm. straight out of Compton, um, his whole situation. And somebody brought, someone brought to my attention that Ice Cube did not grow up in Compton. Ice Cube grew up in Baldwin Hills. His grandmama's house is in Compton. So somebody told me that. I have not looked it up. Kenny might want to look it up. But it's so, so for example, you know, you have, if, if that is true, you have this straight out of Compton, you know, mentality. I'm hard. I got my bandana on. And yeah, you know, F the police and whoopie woo. But you're living in the Dons. And for those people who don't know what the Dons are in, in Los Angeles, that is our affluent Black neighborhood. And all the streets start with Don. Don Felipe, Don Lorenzo, Don Thomas, Don Teresa. Don Luis. Don Shakita. Ice Cube was born uh, June 15th, 1969 in Baldwin Hills. There it is. Bam. Bam. But but get this. Baldwin Hills, comma, South Central Los Angeles. Right. I told you. Right. Yep. That's right. right. But still, That's my right. point is Baldwin Hills. <laughs> and so in Baldwin Hills, a, an affluent area, but he would go to his grandmama's house in Compton. I don't know if it was over the summers. I don't know. I don't, I don't have, but somebody brought that to my attention. And when we were having, oh, I know what it was. It was a hip hop. Um, uh, <laughs> Professor Ramona Bell does this hip hop, hip hop uh, seminar uh, conference or something every year in April. I'm sure she didn't do it this year because she's on sabbatical. And I think that's where I heard it from one of the other folks that were talking about, you know, hip hop and the, and how it's just um, kind of ruining our ruining some of our kids and you know they want to be hard and they think that that's you know they listen to the lyrics and so they want to be hardcore like the albums or sorry date myself like the record well no let me say not say record like the song (laughs) but like i said someone brought that up two years ago and i thought wow i said he grew up where he said he well he was he's in baldwin hills girl i was like shut up so I don't, I'm kind of lost as to why that would be an issue with somebody. Well, because his lyrics, he has an album called Straight Outta Compton. Okay. Which would imply that he was born and raised straight out of in Compton. Compton. And some of, you know, and his songs, you know, they, you know, hey, you know, I ain't mad at him. But I was just surprised to hear that from someone who were doing a, some kind of research they were doing because they the students present something about hip hop. And so this is one of the things one of the students repre- presented. And I raised my hand. I said, did I hear you say? And so again, she was saying that his grandparents, his grandmother lives in Compton. And so of course he would go there and that's how he met whoever, Eazy-E and some of the other people who are truly from Compton. So when you hear some of the lyrics of being hard or whatever, sometimes, you know, that 
that would that would let you know like they usually tell you where they're from in their so, lyrics. So does it imply that that person has to show up a different way? Okay, that's probably a good good one. You know. Okay, here is um now I don't know who this Asian doll chick is. Uh Speak up a little bit, Kenny. This Asian Dolls. She's another hip-hop artist, rapper. Okay, I, have I, don't, no idea. I don't know her name either. So there's just something going on between uh, Asian Doll, looks like Megan Thee Stallion, and somebody oh, named JT. Oh, and some of the, the verbiage here is, here's JT, whoever she is. I've been doing good, but I'm about to start laying y'all attention, seeking hoes out, and I'm coming with facts. Sympathetic ass, and they got some hoes that are really starting to grind my fears. Um, oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, look, who is this? That from there. Those- here's it. Get get a pretty hit record. Whole Bowie got one right. JT responded, "Like Asian doll, let it go." You get on the internet weekly looking for drama. Get posted on blog- blogs. You've been salty for a while. City See? girls came and put all the dolls to. No, this is not. This is them uh, like a uh, um. A beef back and yeah. forth. Let's oh, because I thought about it was. It. it sounded like it was lyrics for no, a second. Okay. But that's yeah. see, see, Colette. So people start with this beef. They go back and forth. And so one of them, I don't know how current this is. That Kenny is, and I'm not the expert. People, I'm just going by with my students keep me educated. So don't write in talking about Corliss said. Oh, we she she dissed Ice Cube. I did not diss Ice Cube. I just told you what I said. Kenny verified it on Google. So don't be hating. I'm not, I don't hate him. I don't, uh, his son went to USC for a year. And so, no, I I don't hate. Um, But see, that's how it starts with the back and forth, Colette. So what'll happen is they'll go back and forth and then one of them is going to drop a song. Trust me. One of them is going to drop a song that's going to have that diss piece. But see what happens. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What what happens here? Yeah. And a lot of these beefs, I guarantee you these are made up. Right. They're, they're doing this on purpose. But what right. happens is right. these young girls in the streets, they want to start acting like that. And they start right. calling each other out their names and the whole bit. Right. And then they start right. fighting in the street. And then even the adults won't stop it. And it just, it's right. just, it just gets completely out of so, hand. So, so what happens is you hear these songs and their mothers are playing it because their mothers are young. And then their kids who are five, six, and seven, they're listening and can spit the words out like it's no joke. Yeah. Just like I saw, just like I saw on um, Facebook or, or uh, yeah, I believe it was Facebook because that's either, that's either Facebook or I get the, the news on my email, the black news. But just like I saw on Facebook, this little girl was singing, um, was it Amazing Grace? And because her mom kept playing it over and over, this baby is still in a car seat. Mm, mm, mm. So if she can pick up a gospel song, and I, uh, again, and she was just like, and she had the words down, and some of it was like, blah, 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 and like me, you know, like she was, she was on tune. Well, not tune, complete tune, but she was on tune. She knew when to breathe. She knew when to go up and down because that's the songs that were being played in the car when they mm-hmm. go places. So if a, if a baby under two can pick up the melody of a song, of a gospel song, just what do you think they pick up when the mama's playing stuff like F, F this, be this, 
I'm going to beat you up, H, all that, you know. And then all of a sudden the kids are singing. And then they're in school. And they're singing it on the yard. Oh, yeah, and that's my song. Blah, 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 blah. And I, I remember when <laughs> I remember yeah. one of my, my first year teaching, which was really, I was a TA, but I was teaching, was at Baldwin Hills Elementary. Um, and so unlike the teachers who go to the teacher's room, I, I don't like to go to the teacher's lounge because all they do is talk bad about the students. So I grab whatever I'm going to heat up and go outside. But this was a, quote, recess because it was K-6, K, <laughs> K uh-huh. right? And I'm list, I'm just, you know, I'm just walking around and, you know, hi, Miss Bennett, hi, Miss Bennett, you know, just meeting students and saying hi and, you know, just doing that. And so these girls were over there skipping rope and they were singing something. And I was like, where y'all learn that from? I couldn't tell you because that was 19, ooh, 1988. So don't even ask me what song. But all I know was they were spitting out the words. And I was like, what are y'all singing? Oh, it's so and so. It's this my jam, and I was like, "Oh, please don't send, don't send that, please." What? I mean, they knew the words backwards and forwards. But That's a could, shame. But couldn't get the spelling test of the twenty words that you're supposed to know each week. Yeah, but you know the song. But you know that. You but know it, that. But again, it, it's it. You know everything. Everything is about how you're grown up. I don't care what anybody says. You can yeah. argue with me, but I'm sorry. Everything is about how you grow up, how your mom, if you had mom and dad, only mom, big mama, whoever is raising you, you are going to, you're going to learn those behaviors. Yeah. And, and, and so, it, and it's so funny. <laughs> I say that this is funny that I did this this morning. So I was stripping my bed, right. So that I can do laundry later at my mama house. Uh, Yeah. Cause there's uh yeah, I don't do the laundry mats. I go to my mama house and then I can watch TV and talk to her. But anyway, when, you know, when you make up, I'm gonna ask you a question. This is good for Steve Colette. When you make, <laughs> when you make up your bed and you put the fitted sheet on, how do you do it? How do you do know. the corners? Sometimes, sometimes it, it, it's so hard. No, I mean, when you put this, when you put it on, what do you do? You put the first corner on first, which yeah. direction do you go next? Are so you not, talking about are you talking uh, about vertical fitted, or horizontal? Right, exactly. So the fitted sheet, you're up at the right corner, you tuck that in. What's the next corner you go to? Up at the right corner. So now you put it on the it, right it, corner. It, it, it would really depend. I might go to the uh vertical end, the vertical corner. Okay, so the why bottom you, of the why, bed. Okay. So you're gonna go to the bottom of the bed. It would just seem it, it might it might be easy. I'm going to go down okay. and then tuck across, it and go across. Back. Okay, what about you, Kenny? Up. How do you make up the bottom, you know? You don't make up beds. <laughs> actually, actually, actually believe it or not, I do. I have. And well, for, let me say this. Single. Let me say this. It confuses me every time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can never figure that crap out. Okay, but when you, when I go it, to the top part. And then right. to the bottom, and then across the bottom, and then like it in like in a okay, so you square. Okay, you go in a like a, a, U, uh, in, a yeah, in a square, square or yeah. whatever. In a square. Mm-hmm. Now, now I was taught, and my sister was taught, and a lot of people that I know, you start at the right corner, you go diagonal to the bottom left corner, then what? you go back up. But that's what my mama taught me. So what's really funny when you go to different people's houses or whatever the case you be and you happen to be, they're making up a bed and I'll start and they, where are you going? I said, I'm going to the corner. No, just come straight down. I said, oh, well, my mama taught me. So it's, so my point is, I know it's silly, but my point is 
because my mama taught me that. And when I made up the bed, I started cracking up because as much, much as I wanted to go straight down, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I, I know where you're going with that. It is you how you were saying? raised. I mean, yes, I'm yes. just t- giving you the most simplistic piece of of learning from your parents. That I I swear I stopped and started. Cra- this is this morning, y'all. This after early afternoon, I I went to the I went I went for that, and I was like, mm 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 mm, and I went to the bottom. And then I went up to the top and then I came back to that one and it was fine. And I don't know why is something about making sure it's stretched out. I couldn't tell you, but that is how I make up a bed. And I swear if my sister was on the line, she would tell you the same thing. <laughs> I know wow. there's, there's something that I do that I can't think of right now that my mother did and taught me. I, again, I, don't, I can't think of what, but something like that. And that's the only reason I'll think of it in a while, but, but I understand what you're saying. Well, it, but, it's but, you, but you understand yeah. that though, mm-hmm. like how, how you cook or how you've done something. It's just, that's just the way you've done it. Cause your mama taught you that or your big mama taught you that. Their mama. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because we were talking about one rap music, hip hop, right. whatever that is. Right. Right. And some of these folks uh-huh. have parents our age. Uh-huh. And how did they get into that when they've got parents our age? I don't know anybody that is really into that. I know that my youngest one, who's going to be 39 in a, in a month or two, uh-huh. I don't know, she listens to only a small amount of that. Right. But it now, depends. Right. She only listens to a small amount. My oldest daughter is more in the line with me and my music, which is really music. In your opinion. It's really music. It ain't that stuff that they do. In your opinion, doing. it is. Yes. But no, but yes, it is. I, I can't lie. You, but is. I don't think there would be, there would be, we'd be hard pressed to find, to bring somebody on that could prove to us that that's music. Now we're getting ready for Black Music Month. Right. Jim. And every time we bring folks on, they, there are some, not many, there are some that defend it. And one, and I want to say it's Stanley Alston from The Main Ingredient who said he can't say anything disparaging because his son is in hip hop. Right. Okay, so he said he can't say anything. He said, that's my son's bread and butter. Now, so, wait, when you when you say, Colette, if because if, you're going to be, your big birthday is this year? 70 or 69. Okay, you're 69 or you're going to be 70. I'll be 69 in September. Okay, so it's you're creeping up to them. There we go. I knew it was in September, but I didn't know which part. So, so again, your children, what's the ages of your kids? You said 30? Soon, soon to be 39. Uh-huh. So let's say 39. Uh-huh. And the other one is 42. Okay. You only have two. Just uno dos. Okay. So, so again, they are going to be growing up more so, like you said, some of the music that you listen to and maybe not completely crossing over. But the kids, but the kids of the kids. So like, for example, if one of them made you a grandmother at 40, which you would have been pissed and slapped somebody, I'm sure. I got one granddaughter. Cordless. No, but they were they 40 when she had it? No. She was over 40 or younger? She'd have to be younger. Okay, well, some so they have this thing about um, being a grandmother at before forty, like talking about you before you forty. Oh, but what well, that would have been when my kids were teenagers. Okay, that and that's my point. So there are that's my point. So I was talking about forty, not the kids, but the mama. So you have so you have a mama who now has kids 
that have kids. And so that, you know, that whole, and so that because folks, you know, getting pregnant early or whatever the case may be. But my point, I guess, was what I'm saying, young mothers who have kids that are already about to be 18, you 35 and your kid is 18, no. right? No, 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 no. I'm no. just saying, if you're 30, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if I'm, if I'm 35 and my kid is 18, I'm already a grandmother because she got pregnant. But That's no, no, what no, I'm no, about. no, yeah, no, but I, I, I thought you had heard me talk about treasure when oh. my kids at Crenshaw okay. who was oh. 14 when she came to us, 14, oh uh-huh. 14, 14 and pregnant from Audubon middle school. And she and her mother were pregnant at the same time. And her mother was, remember that. Like, yeah, her mother was something like, 30 young 30s yeah 32 something like that exactly and so you have a baby yes and the baby is having a baby so so they say quote it's ghetto if you are a grandmother before 40 which then her mother is a is one of those quote what they say you know you know when you're ghetto win you know how to have those you're ghetto win this you're ghetto win that and i remember um having again uh students a lot of students they we really talk about a lot of things but that woman, mama, 32, 33, now has a 15-year-old that had a baby. No, she, she was 14 when she had the baby. That's what I'm saying. So the mama is 32. The student now at Crenshaw at this time is 14, 15. She now has a baby, which makes her 32-year-old mama a grandmama. That's yeah. what they call, you You know you're ghetto when you are grandmother before 40. Oh, that's what... <laughs> You see what I'm saying? So, but anyway, we kind of digress a little bit, but the piece, the piece is that you're going to pick up on the things that your family members, your brother, your sister, whoever is raising you, you're going to pick up on those things. Like I have the issue with, you know, making the bed up diagonally with the fitted sheet. I swear this is so funny that we, that it kind of went into this. But again, if that baby can sing Amazing Grace and she in the car seat, show can the other child sing about f the police yes absolutely and And so what what are we doing like what is it that's happening that these kids are learning these songs is because the parents are playing them in the car but you can't have it's impossible to be a teenager and a mama at the same time absolutely you're growing up together okay that's why i was like if that ever happened to me i wouldn't be here to talk about it i'd be over in inglewood cemetery that is a problem. There's no way. There's no way somebody 14 years old could and should and even pretend like that they can mother someone. Now, but- this even takes it to another level, Colette. And you know, because you've seen it. I remember you talking about the <laughs> I, two things. I remember you talking about the girl who came in this terrible tight, t- tight skirt and up her butt and something and you called her mama and her mama came into the office dressed similar to all, all the time. Like, all the time. You, you can't even say, I'm going to tell your mama because they'll turn all around the and say, call her. All the time. Or, or there was a student at USC that um, that I caught smoking marijuana in, the, in, in, in our special interest floor. And I was like, I'm going to have to call your father. He's like, well, he's the one that bought it for me. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, this he's is the one that bought it for he's me. The one who got it for me. So you can call him if you like, but he's the one that bought it. For, like for real? Like <laughs> I was, you know. So that old thing, I'm gonna call your mama, which was very, you know, prevalent in my life uh, growing up because I talked a lot in class, and my mama used to come to the stupid uh, teachers' conferences and told them if she talk a lot, you call me, and I'd be like, "Dang, mama, for real." 
And so, <laughs> so I remember Miss Matthews, 10th grade, she said, I know you don't want me to call your mama. I said, I sure do not. I will be quiet now. You know, but it's just, that used to be like the scare. Like that, you don't, not ooh, anymore. you don't call your mama or, or your anymore. mama's on the front porch calling you. You, you, you it's after the streetlights. Oh, ooh, you gonna get it. That because was a scare was, tactic. No, not anymore. There is not no anymore. more scare tactic because the parents are trying to have a democracy. See, me and you and Kenny, we grew up, we didn't grow up in a democracy. It's a freaking no. dictatorship. We grew up, with, <laughs> we grew up in a dictatorship. That, thank you, because I, I lost my word. Dictatorship growing up is totally different than democracy. Democracy is like, oh, she's my child. We're going to be best friends. We're going to go get tattoos together. We're going to do this and everything. And, and then she's listening to the music. She, you know, allows a little boy to come over. Some, some people, some parents allow people to come spend the night that people of the opposite sex to spend the night. And then their thought is, well, as long as I know what she's doing, she's here, then she won't go out and sneak out. And I was like, wow, for real. Where my, did that? my I father, I never growing up. I may not have even heard it to this day, ever heard him say, ask me to do something and say, please. <laughs> no. And, and I hear parents say, Hey, please do this. And I think really, you know, yeah. my, 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 my it, it was do it or get your yeah. ass kicked. <laughs> right. You know, just do it. Yep. Just do it. And, and there were no shortcuts, no pulling any punches, no begging and pleading. No. Well, like I and said, a dictatorship a is different. totally different. But it's a it's, different day, unfortunately. It is a different day. Unfortunately, yeah. because I, I would love to argue the point that today is better than yesterday. I cannot see it. The only thing that makes today even what we would consider palatable is the fact that we live in a technological space. Right. It's all about technology. Everything is about technology. I talked to somebody who has a chip. I'm trying to remember who that woman is that has a chip in her- Chip in her skin? In her wrist, yes. For what? Tracking. Tracking her child? It, no, it's a chip that that is used for identification, for tracking, oh. or there's a ton of information. Well, is this something that we're going to end up doing in the future, you think? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So there's a ton of information on that chip. Wow. But we have, oh, excuse me, I'm trying to uh, yawn. We have allowed technology to rule us. And because we've allowed technology to rule us, anything goes. Anything goes. We no longer, where parents were in control of their children, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. And where parents were really parents, they were at the ripe old age of, of over 30, not anymore. Not anymore. And then we have those where, like our grandparents, my grandmother was 18. No, she was 16. And my grandfather was 18 when they got married in Oklahoma. <laughs> but back then, in the early ni- 1900s, people were more mature then at 18 years old than these 18-year-old. Right. Nit- they were dealing with today. so much of the racism and all that. Yeah, they, they had, had, they they had, had, had a thick skin. Right. They were dealing with life at that time. These, these nitwits, I don't know what they're dealing with. Well, again, it's like you said, it's a different time. It's a and, different time. And, you know, time. oh, my mom is my best friend. My dad is my best friend. Ooh, and, and You're and not I, supposed and, to be friends. How you get to be well, friends? Well, again, that's the democracy piece. 
you know, of, you know, I, and then you have some that I, you can't hate on the ones who did get beat down all the time and said, when I have a kid, I'm never going to beat my child. Right, I'm never right. going to beat my child. I'm going to be friends with my child. So it's just, it's a combination. Ain't no such of, thing as friends. Ain't no it's such a combination thing. of all. Right. I mean, and, unless you want to get something done, there isn't when. Uh, right. Yeah. But, and you know what? My daughter constantly tells me how Bailey stays in trouble because Bailey is a tech. She is sharp as a tap. She is quick on her feet. She's very, very intelligent, has a response for everything. I'm so shocked this not she's just nine. And she yeah. is quick on her she's feet. learning from not only your daughter, but the internet, the TV shows, and everything. And she and she does. And she does. She was braiding Andriana's hair. And Andriana said, You're you're pulling on my hair. Bailey calmly said. Just chill, chill out. You're okay. I, I know what I'm doing. I can do this. Just chill. <laughs> <laughs> Again, and they're and they're growing okay. up faster. Yes, differently, yes. differently, yes. but faster. They're maturing faster again yes. because I mean, but you and, know, and, and I they I don't know if they are. I don't think they're maturing. Faster. They have a different type of maturity, like you yeah, said. It's a different type. Like of maturity. your your granddaughter is quick, yeah. quick, quick. You know, yeah. it, you know, in the ninth grade, it was not saying that I wasn't quick, but I didn't have no. You know, like you're saying, have an answer for everything. Oh, she got blah, blah, blah. everything. Yeah, because Bailey, we didn't have technology. Yeah. You know, ruling us at the time. But but, they, in, but in the same token, we also were raised. We were raised. Different. We were raised. We, we were raised by the raised. TV. Matter yeah, of fact, I didn't watch much raised. TV. Right. You know, it was like, you know, until I got older, I think, uh, you know, and the shows I watched, you know, weren't something where, you know, the Real Housewives of Inglewood was not jumping off at that time. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Real no. Housewives of Compton no. was not happening. These no. are shows I'm making no. up. But my point no. is, yeah, my point is, you know, that can't do it. Happen. Can't do it. But, can't but, do it. but, and then the other side of it, then you have the generational curses. You, and there are a whole know, lot of those. It's and, and it's like such and such. And then you, you know, and so when you have, when let's say this 32 year old mother who now has a 15 year old coming into Crenshaw, who's now having a baby. And so they get in an argument. Let's just say they get in an argument that the daughter is like, well, just and such. well, you did it. You had me young. And then what can you say? But see, I don't, I don't agree with that at all because I mean, you, I'm just saying that's what the girl yeah. would say to the mama and, and she'd be like, you know, what can she say? You know? Yeah. But, but it should never get to that point. And I, I, yeah. And I hear people say, well, what can I say? I, you know, I was doing that and more, but wait a minute, just because you were doing that doesn't right. mean your kids should do it right. and Change you should it. let it shine. Yes. You should let it go. You're yes. not, you're not supposed to be uh dead A's friend. Right. They ain't got no friends like you. You're not supposed to be Dede's friend. You're not supposed, you can't be a friend and a parent at the same time. It ain't possible. So this notion that we just want to, I want to be her friend. I want to be, well, since when? Well, look at this. Now you heard the dinging. And, and so again, these are, these are my faithful listeners for Wednesday and Monday. Uh, Terry says, these kids have no fear of their mothers because the mothers are trying to be like kids. They are. There's no structure. There's There's no no structure structure. at all. And respect, and she has respect, uh, question marks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, You know, this is out the window these days. That's from Terry. And then my girl, Sabrina, who listens to the shows on both days um, from Sacramento, um, she's like, this is how we were raised. She's agreeing to what we're talking about. It's really about parents raising their children and what they are exposed to. Chloe, that's her oldest doesn't watch half of the shows that her classmates watch because it's inappropriate. It is inappropriate. Like in, yes. um, what, what grade is she in, Sabrina? Text that. 
And it says, because it's improper. She said, Netflix will rate something PG. And Michael and I like, Mm-mm, that's not PG enough. Right. And and so that's even right. though it's, it's, it's PG-13, right. you know, it, it should be. But, and, um, and and Bailey does that. Bailey go will watch something and Andriana will say, what are you watching? Right. And she says something, well, but it's PG. That ain't PG. Right. You're not watching it. But exactly. we've got, we have kids who can outwit their parents. And it's not outwit. It's that one, parents give up. Right. Two, some do outwit them. Yeah. Three, three. Nowadays, because you hear of so much battery and abuse, all people are afraid to do anything with their children. Right. Which should not be. And I feel very strongly about somebody that brings a kid into this world better be responsible. Right. They better be responsible. Yes. The, the, the terrible situation out in, I want to say Bakersfield, somewhere mm-hmm. in the Antelope Valley. Mm-hmm. I can't call the little boy's name. But the mother and father killed him. The you said mother, killed? Yes. The mother and father tortured this nine-year-old little boy. Oh, that was in um that was in Lancaster, Palmdale. La- yes, I knew it was in, in the Antelope Valley. Right. And now they're in prison now. Right. And they were they were the the prosecutors were seeking the death penalty. Right. Well, it came back and said they won't get the death death penalty. Because Gascon doesn't does not believe in it. I saw that. The death penalty. And the aunt and uncle are just furious. The aunt and uncle are furious. Now, the father was sitting in court and you could see that he's chuckling. He's laughing. What in the heck could he be laughing about? And then the mother is sitting at the end of the table and she's looking all whatever. So what happens is that instead of him having the opportunity, and it's really not an opportunity, having the life cycle to grow up and possibly, just possibly becoming something, we'll be paying for them until the day they shut their eyes. We will be paying $64,000 a year until they get sick, until they get diabetes, until they lose a limb. Then it goes up to $300,000 a year. So you know what? Yeah, the death penalty is is a heinous place to go but you know what and i don't believe necessarily and i said necessarily in an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth they tortured that little boy yeah they that's t- you know what prisoners the prison folks don't like when you deal with children you can rape a female you yeah. can rape a man you can shoot and murder a whole family whatever but when you mess with kids them folks in prisons are after you so i know they probably under some some kind of safeguarded area because they don't play that hopefully hopefully because the whole thing and when they brought they had flew the little boy back here and his aunt and uncle met him at the airport and they had to get his box. It was it. They showed all of this. Oh, I didn't feel that. Channel. It was so heart wrenching, gut wrenching. It was so, terrible. So, so I know we've kind of made circles around because we were talking about hip hop and the music. So just for those who might be joining late, we went from hip hop to the lyrics to 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 our kids learning and listening to this because of and our parent of the parents yeah. playing it to parenting, to generational curses, like all of it is connected. It you is wonder awesome. why the kids are the way they are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and when I see, when I see students and their, and, and their pants are down and I'm, you know, I'm like, can you please hang them up? I, 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 the only, this is when I was married. I used to say this, the only draws I need to see are my husband's when I put them in the washing machine. 
other than that, pull that mess up. I'm not trying to see your draws. You know, that's old school draws, right? You know how we say. But it's like, but then, I, and then you, they found out. Do you do you know what that means in prison, Kenny? Do you know what that means? Oh, Have I you, don't know. It, what, it means you're available. It means you're you're letting them know that you're available. Oh, really? That's yes, that ma'am. Means? That's what it means in prison. So you got these brothers walking up and down Crenshaw and Slauson and Manchester and Vermont and Hoover and all over the place, sagging, not even knowing that that means that you're, or maybe they do know. But it what? means that they're, yes, ma'am. When I heard about that, I was like, wow. I thought it just meant it was a, it was a prison signal. I thought that's It's a I mean. signal in prison it's that you signal. are available. It is a signal, yep. And it's like, oh. wow. And so you got all these brothers walking around with their sagging this. And, and I'm just like, do they even know? So it's, it's just so, it's just so, <laughs> it's so much we can talk about. I tell you, and I can't believe it's already that's, five till. But it's just, it's hard. amazing to me when I see that. And then here's the killer part. What kills me is when you go to the grocery store and you see the white boy sagging. Uh. White boy the white folks want to be like us, but they don't want to give us the respect. They want to dress like us. They want to rap like us. They want big lips like us. They want a big butt like us. They want thighs and hips like us. But we're still on the bottom of the totem pole. But that's our fault. That's I mean, our it, fault. It's it, two way. That's it's a two fault. way. It's not just well, our, fault. our fault. However, no, it, it it's our fault. Because remember, there have been opportunities and opportunities and opportunities for us to climb out. And we have not done that. And there are we can always argue the point that there are reasons, but what we cannot do any longer is say that somebody white is keeping us or preventing us from climbing out. So you're talking about, don't say the man, don't, don't blame the man. Is don't the blame the man. The man don't even know you here. The man, well, the man don't ass. even know you exist. Now that part, Thank you're right. You. Okay. You're right. They you're right care. on that part. But it, but still, I mean, there, you know, the talented tenth is trying to do, you know, the only the talented tenth is, is the ones that's doing something, trying to come back or whatever. But I mean, but it's it's a combination of both. Like you said, Colette, I mean, people don't want to do, you know, do things to uplift themselves. No, because they're comfortable being reason. uncomfortable. Yeah, right. comf- comfortable being uncomfortable. Or the generational curses have told them that this is how it is. And you're strong if you can just, you know. Just hang with do it. this, right? Yeah, you know. Just I mean, when I when I can tell a parent that there's a free, <laughs> a free college program for their son, it's a week long in July. It's free. You're going to learn. It's kind of a debate camp, or it's, it's the which is the California Youth Think Tank, or it's going to be the uh, used to be the summer leadership program at, at USC is accounting sponsored by the accounting school. And I remember telling, we, I was talking to a lady and I was like, oh, girl, let me give you the information about this, you know, so that you can um, send your son. Do you know what she said, Colette? What? She said, well, let me ask him if he wants to go. Oh. Okay, Kenny, what are you showing us? Anyway, what, for real? Just FYI, that this is what Asians are doing in Dallas. That's an entire big shopping center over off to 75, Yolanda. I mean, Colette, Colette, yeah. Yeah, I get so what it. are they doing? They're blocking it? No, no, no. no. See these? Uh, these. Oh, uh, yes, I see it. There's, there's they all just put those up? Asian stores all in the shopping center. So they just put that up? I don't know how long it's been there. I haven't been on this side of town for a while. Oh, okay. But yeah, this is what yeah, they're doing. The Asian yeah, that wasn't other, there before. The Asian yeah. piece is a whole nother show. Yeah, that wasn't there before. That's yeah. new. So it's new within the last year. Because my daughter lived on that side of town, right off the seventy-five. Well, that this is the, this is this is north of there. This, this is Richardson, 
but it's fairly, oh, it's definitely fairly new, but they're, they're doing stuff. And there's and, probably and about five Asian enclaves here in the Dallas area now. And, and, we're and doing what nothing. are black folks doing besides yeah, exactly. putting out that degradation is hip hop because somebody said they could. Because somebody said, I'll give you some money if you talk about, if you talk real bad, if you talk about your people, if you call them the N word and nobody else can, you can do that. When well, you call women in your community, <laughs> the BI and the right. HO and the but and, and this is another topic. I know we got to wrap up again. The white boys are sagging. The white women want our lips and hips and dips. Ooh. And then the, and then the white want to be rap artists say something about use the N word and the whole place shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. That's so it's so it's so that's, that's a whole other topic for that another is. day. But I show sure appreciate sorry I was a little late, had a had a little emergency with one of my students. But um this is this has been enlightening, but we gotta figure out how to, we can get somebody on here. One Absolutely. Day. I don't know. I'm trying to think Absolutely. who I even know. I'm, I, I, so we well, we're going to get, we're going to get somebody hip-hop on. artists to see yeah. what, their, what their feelings are and, and tell us why they are sp- saying such things that are, that are just, we're going to make that respectful happen to women. So we got to figure out, we, we got to figure out who know who my cousin, baby, daddy's uncle, <laughs> sister-in-law's boyfriend used to yeah, be. Exactly. The, the daughter was so-and-so <laughs> ice cream <laughs> daughter, whatever. <laughs> I'm just making it up, but thank you everybody. Thank you. Um, this thank has you. been an interesting conversation. We look yes. forward to seeing you next week. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Sunday with Shine with Shondell. Monday, Mon- Mindful Mondays. Tuesday, we will launch Juneteenth. We've got 30 days of Juneteenth. I'm sorry, not Tuesday, but Wednesday, the Wednesday show. 30 oh, okay. days of Juneteenth. 30 days of Juneteenth. Oh, is it the 19th? Yes, the 19th is on yeah, Wednesday. May the 19th. Yeah. Yes, May the 19th. We'll be doing 30 days of Juneteenth. And some of our, oh, our be nice. community people, our family will be doing uh, moments in history. As a matter of fact, oh, one good. of our regular listeners, Belinda Williams, will be talking about Allensworth. Oh, yes. Allensworth. That's where black folks were. And they I were need to go there. I'm, I think I'm going to make it very soon. Yes. So um, we've, yeah. got, we've got some great shows coming up, folks. Don't forget Black Music Month during the month of June. So come on back. Stick and stay. Don't go away. We will be here. Y'all pray for me. I'm getting my second shot on Monday. Pray for me, please. Absolutely. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. I'm off the fence, so I'll be doing the same thing. Yeah. Okay, everybody. All right.